Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. When it comes to a thriving career, everyone could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. At LHH, we're committed to personalized support, insights, and resources that lead to more job opportunities. No matter what role a professional has in your organization, our services offer an experience that fits each individual. And for organizations, LHH provides consultative support and guidance through the entire outplacement or career transition process. It's outplacement reimagined. Visit LHHtalent.com today. John and Ken Show, John Cobelt and Ken Shampo, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, the Moist Line is uh, coming back tomorrow. We're still uh, collecting material. You can use the iHeartRadio app, the talkback option with the microphone, to leave a message there. You can also, of course, use voicemail, 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. We uh, did a similar story last week when Steve Gregory went to the U.S.-Mexico border. There apparently are Ukrainians and Russians showing up who want into the United States. Alex Stone will bring us an update on that right now. Uh, Alex, what's going on? Not much, huh? What's with the connection? Come on. <laughs> Everyone's throwing their hands up in the air. No, oh, he comes on all the time. Why is it a problem today? I don't know. There's a muttering going on. Hear me. Ah! Uh-huh. Here I was talking to myself. You um, were. You have to start over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, big jump in the last 24 hours. Uh, yesterday, uh, about 200 Ukrainians uh, were camped out in Tijuana waiting to, to get into the U.S. Today, around 600, 700, right around there, and camped out at the port of entry, hoping to, to claim asylum to get in. 
And uh, since Steve was down there, the number's been going up uh, every day. And really, they're going up uh, quicker now. And we heard from this family. They've been waiting for two days, translator helping out our teams. Emotionally, it's very hard. Uh, we haven't been bathing for a time. And, uh, yeah, it's very hard situation. But people are helping out a lot. Mexican, Poland people. Polish, uh, all Europe. Yeah, so friends helped them get a plane ticket to Mexico. Now their hope is that the family will get into the U.S. They say that the safety of their children is at stake, that they feel like in the U.S. that there are resources for them. They've got family in Florida. They'd like to go there. But but uh, they say even Mexico better than being in Ukraine. Now I have a very uh, limited uh, capacities, but uh, I, I'm good. Uh, I don't have a bombing here. I don't have a shelling and no sirens. So uh, I have an inner calm for, for me and my family. Yeah, she says that her son has been uh, any noise he hears after all the bombs, everything else that he's really freaked out. So in the crowd, there are American lawyers, guys, who are there to, to help uh, out the Ukrainians under uh, Title 42 that, that is in place right now, likely won't be for very long, but uh, that is the, the, the COVID uh, rule that asylum seekers can be turned away. But Ukrainians, they can go to the front of the line and claim humanitarian asylum to get in. So there are a lot of attorneys there teaching them, here's what you need to do when your name is called, uh, this is the way that you can get it. This attorney among them. The folks who just arrived either fled before the conflict started or right when it started. So we expect to see an even bigger wave of migrants coming through. Kind of hard to hear what she was saying, but she's saying they expect a lot more to come. This is only the beginning. That This is when the, the war was beginning. And all of those who are on their way from uh, since the war has been going on, that they still haven't uh, gotten here. There are Russians as well who say that they're not safe in Russia, that they were protesting and they were going to be jailed or killed, uh, and they too want asylum in the U.S., so they're camping out. And then finally, those who are given the green light, they go over into the, the U.S. side. What do they do then? There are churches that are waiting to help them out. They've got food. They've got rides. Many of the Ukrainians say they've got family in the U.S. They want a flight to, to go to them, so they're given a ride to the San Diego airport. And a lot of it is voluntary donations and whatnot. There's a pastor on the, on this side. We're probably handling at this point about 85% to 90% of those who are coming through the San Ysidro or Otay borders. And we've heard many things. We're so thankful for your hospitality and your love. And if that's what we get to be, then we're thankful. Community groups are helping out as well. So the Ukrainians, they went to Mexico because they would have needed a visa to get into the U.S., something that they could not get in Ukraine or in Poland or Slovakia or so anywhere they, else. So they could not get on a plane that would take them into no, New York. No, there, there was no way they were going to get here or into Canada. And Mexico does not require a visa. So what they are telling us today is that as parents, that they said, you know what? The U.S. is where we need to be. Maybe that's where family is as well. But the U.S. is where the, the safety is. And they said, we're getting on a plane. They went to Mexico City, then flew Mexico City to Tijuana. And they want to knock on that door of the U.S. and say, let me in. And that's what they're doing. That's why they're there now. And they say they're going to plead their case. And there was no other way that they were going to get in. But the crowd is growing. 200 yesterday, 700 today, 6, 700. 
they expect maybe 2,500 over the weekend. So it is getting bigger. So what, well, well, what is the status they get once they're admitted into the U.S.? They get some sort of TPS status, temporary yeah, protection? Yeah, it is uh, asylum status, uh, but, but they are, there is a letter that Homeland Security has put out as a, kind of an addition to Title 42 saying that they are allowed in. And so they jump the line, but uh, it's generally asylum is uh, whether so. Title forty two doesn't apply to these Ukrainians. No, uh, I mean still they are backed up. They still have to argue their case. They have to wait for their name to be called. But generally, Title forty two, the Department of Homeland Security is saying, yeah, it's in place for right now. But uh, but when, no. They're, and they're and how long does their their uh, discussion take with uh, immigration officials? It's a good question, and it can be on a case by case. Uh, I mean, typically it would be with Central Americans coming in. Uh, it could be minutes, hours. If something isn't right, you may be detained for a while. It, it can be a while. Uh, and by the way, are these better off Ukrainians? Because that's quite a journey. They got to be right. Well, and the, the woman that we heard from, she was saying that. Their friends paid for the, the airline ticket that they had to get out of there. The grandparents are still in Kiev, and they haven't heard from them. They don't know how they're doing. Um, but friends said, look, get your kids out of here and go. And so you got some of that. I'm sure there are some who have money, and, and that's how they were able to do it. Um, but, yeah, they got to they have a way to get out. No oligarchs from Russia in the uh, mix? Uh, no, none who I've seen so far, no. hiding with their faces <laughs> their, down. Their, and... their yachts are docking in San Diego Harbor. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. right. <laughs> All right, Alex, thank you very much. You got it. Thanks, guys. Alex Stone, ABC News for KFI, with the growing number of Ukrainians and Russians at our southern border. Uh, Steve did this story like a week or so ago, but uh, Alex's update says they're growing in number. And now you know the number of people that have left Ukraine is in the millions. Is it 3 million last report? It's a country of 44 yeah. million. But uh, it's it's now past 3 million people have that left. Have left the country, but there are many more millions that left their cities and moved elsewhere in... in uh, well, yeah, some cities have been flattened. Like, like yeah, Mari Mariupol is uh, Mariupol. Right. Um, All right, we'll, uh, we'll talk more when we come back. Uh, here's an interesting story that popped up. Apparently, you've heard that they've been kidnapping elected officials in Ukraine. The Russians have been. One of them was the 33-year-old mayor of Ukrainian town. He's now free. He's in France. And he had quite a story to tell about his encounter with Russian soldiers. That and more coming up. You're yawning again, I noticed. You're keeping me up. You can't. <laughs> These inspiring <laughs> stories of Ukrainians fleeing Very uh, inspiring. War. That's not what's uh, ah, making right. me tired. John and Ken Show. John Cobell and Ken Shampo. KFI AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And now, 30 seconds of a very personal aside from me. I want to thank Alex Stone, ABC News for KFI, for correctly pronouncing Tijuana. Thank you. I don't know why this bothers me more than any other thing that I've heard in years, but I can't stand well, it when people say Tijuana. There is no other A there in the front of the word. When I was a kid, uh, it they, is simply on all Tijuana. The, on all the game shows, they offered uh, prizes, they did. trips, yes. and it was always... I grew up right thinking that was the way it was It was pronounced. always Tijuana. It was when I came out here and I started to read and see the word... Mm. Right. I realize there's it's just T I J Tijuana. There's no T I A J. And you became obsessed with this. I have because I still hear it even from mm -hmm. professional newscasters. Not me. Not me. I always say Tijuana. Always. If you really want to be good, you have to pronounce it like uh, Tijuana. 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 Okay. Uh, boy, Ukraine. Oh boy. You must. You must be something when you're by yourself. 
Me or Deborah Moore? You. Mark? you. <laughs> oh. I'm often by myself. There's a good reason for that. I hate you. <laughs> oh, and you too. What? <laughs> oh, it's a long list. Stop it, laughy face. <laughs> Avocado brain. Uh, the president of Russia is ordering a draft of nearly 135,000 people. Well, there'll be men, I suppose. Do oh. they have women in their military? Because, you know, like Israel, some I, I countries ha- do. I haven't seen any in all the coverage. But he may need them. Uh, this is going to run from April 1st to July 15th. Men <laughs> between the ages of 18 and 27. So God, I, this sounds know, like they're not giving up. They're trying to get more people. I'd be taking that uh, plane flight to Mexico City. Can you imagine being forced into the military? And, and a lot of these people don't know that it's a, a completely stupid, absurd war. And that a lot of Russian soldiers are getting slaughtered by, you know, the thousands. Oh, what, what, this is what's really wrong with this whole. You wonder why I have such a dark view of, of human nature. This one guy is feeding thousands of young men into a, a like a, a meat grinder, into a wood chipper. And they're, they're getting uh, slaughtered. And now he's going to feed some more into the into the death machine. And. Everybody uh, in Russia is watching TV. All the propaganda going, oh, this is this is great. Yeah, those bad Ukrainians. I'm glad Putin is standing up. It's like, wow, what a stupid, violent species, huh? <laughs> I just, it's just. I mean, they they got what do they got? Like 145 million people in Russia. Yeah, I think so. so yeah, it's so, like half our population. You about ten, how many tens of millions of people have bought into this nonsense? You know, when I saw that story, I think it was yesterday, the day before, that Ukraine may have actually uh, launched a missile into, missile into Russia. I thought, that, you know, you need to do more of that. I know they don't have uh, the equipment, but that would really wake the Russian people up if they actually got attacked by Ukraine. Yeah, I know. I mean, enough of this. We're just going to invade them. Why don't you uh, give it back to them? Yeah, well, we should be giving them. And when uh... civilians in Russia are running for their lives, maybe they'll take Putin out nude. <laughs> well, I heard Well, he's, uh, he's shirtless half the time, so... <laughs> I mean, I just, I just, I can't fathom this. How how easy it is to deceive people. How quickly people, you know, start rooting for their tribe, and they're willing to give up their sons to be slaughtered. Wow, that's just. St- and you know what's happening? There were continued reports and, that Russian soldiers are just uh, abandoning. They're just leaving. They're just. Yeah. They're oh, quitting. good. And they ought to kill the commanders on the way out. You, you know, and some it, of them did run them over. And I bet you in this country, people are getting it's hit this point. It's been a month. People are getting bored with the war, so they're not really paying attention as much. It has become they're, kind of a stagnant story. Right. And right. they're not they're not getting shocked. I mean, I'm, I'm still getting crazy over this. I heard today in Mariupol, 90 percent of the buildings are gone. 90 percent of the buildings. How big a city I, was that? Was that about really 450,000 people? Mm, that's sizable. Yeah. That's like Long Beach. Yeah. Just as a- Imagine ninety percent of the uh, buildings in Long Beach destroyed, and all those people running all over the place looking for shelter. Well, here's a story a guy has to tell: the thirty-three-year-old mayor of the Ukrainian town of Melitopol was kidnapped by the Russians in early March. He's alive. They held him for five days, and he ended up in France. And he went on French television to do an interview. Very young, thirty-three years old, tall guy. And he said Russian forces are are becoming increasingly aggressive because their plans for a lightning war didn't work out. And his town's resistance (laughs) made them angry. They saw that the citizens were not welcoming them. To the contrary, people have been openly opposing the aggressor. Citizens have been coming out thousands at a time in the plazas and the streets. 
despite armed soldiers and yelling, leave our town. And I'm amazed by their courage, he said. So they put a black bag over his head and took him away on March 11th. Uh, he was working at a crisis center there. It was actually caught on surveillance cameras. He was held in a prison cell without his phone. He couldn't contact anybody. He told an interviewer he could hear people screaming as they were tortured in other cells. He was interrogated by five Russian soldiers who were completely unprepared. And he says they knew nothing about his country. They said they wanted to liberate the town from the Nazis. <laughs> and they asked me where were they? God. I said, my 30 years in this town, I've never seen a single Nazi. They also wanted to defend the Russian language. And he said, you know, 95% of us speak Russian already. What are you doing? <laughs> I know. That's, well, that's because, because so many people in Russia are just uneducated about the outside world. They've just, they, been, they've just been drinking in all the propaganda these years. They don't know any better. They don't know anything. So they confronted the mayor by saying to him, we have heard that veterans of World War II have been beaten. He said, no, I know some of them personally, and they're heroes. Where are you getting these stories from? It's the, it's the Putin TV machine. It is the Putin TV. The Nazi thing was played. Okay. Yeah. Now, now, don't you think, as horrible as what Putin is doing with propaganda, right? Don't yeah. you think every a-hole politician and bureaucrat in this country is watching this and going, wow, this works. This is pretty cool. Oh, I see. Yeah. This kind of <laughs> This kind of, yeah, the brainwashing to brainwash. To... And then a lot of the progressive journalists and writers are saying, ah, look at this. It really, it really does work. It's got to be re repeated. You got to say it with confidence. You got to say it with a lot of strength. And just gets you every day, same thing. Just, shit. What's, what's going on now? Yeah. That's why the progressives have gotten as much as they've gotten is because of propaganda and, and confidence and assertiveness and the ability to shame other people and, 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 and intimidate them. So the mayor says he probably was only released because his abduction was caught on surveillance cameras and President Zelensky called for his release because they're still holding quite a few other political officials from Ukraine. The Russians are still holding them. Who knows what they'll do with them. But I, I think this is more proof that it is chaotic. They don't really know what they're doing. And they're sent in there to interrogate him. And the stupid questions they're asking him are like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. You really think you came here to liberate us from Nazis? So some of the Russians are doing their job and they're killing. And I guess these are the psychopaths. Yes. Yeah, And so they're enjoying this. They're, they're getting off on, on killing the innocent Ukrainians. And then there are others who uh, are looking around saying, oh, my God, this is everything's a lie. Everything they told us is false. Just interesting. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken. John and Ken Show, John Cobell and Ken Shampoo, KFI, AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, you know, it's still going on. Uh, this afternoon in Beverly Hills, they nabbed two people trying to steal from a Louis Vuitton store. One thirty in the afternoon. Fortunately, the cops arrived and they grabbed the two people. Suspicion of grand Hasn't that Not store sure. been hit before? The Louis Vuitton store in, in Beverly, Beverly Hills? Hills? That seems like that was one of those Christmas time targets. Uh, yeah, I have a target. Last week, somebody smashed a place called Luxury Jewels. Uh, that's the sledgehammer. Remember, they broke the plate uh, the plate glass window. Yeah, right yeah, right, right. I saw the video of the guy who was having coffee across the street. Right. Uh, Gavin Newsom is out 
of the country. Does that make us all happy? Let's all applaud. Uh, he's gone. He announced that his poor children have been deprived for two years of having their vacations deferred by the pandemic, the wildfires, and the recall. So they're taking a two-week trip to South and Central America. And we don't know where exactly they're going, but that's... Hmm. Uh, that's and could we uh, could they invoke Title 42 and keep him out? That's a good idea. When he tries <laughs> to come back, you mean? How about deportation? Although... I don't completely believe this because wasn't it Christmas or Thanksgiving? They were in Mexico, were they not? Yeah, they were. They they had a vacation. Yeah, there was in that whole story sure. about whether or not they stayed in some very expensive villa. Remember right. that? Yes. Yeah, all the photos. And then they of did him. confirm they were there. They just didn't stay in the villa. So yeah. this is kind of a lie. You did take a family vacation, right? That's all he does is lie. Yeah, that's, and, and that's we what consider everybody... what the people have been going through in the state. My children have been deprived of vacations oh, for two years. I hate politicians who hide behind their children. I really. You want to take a vacation. You want out. No. Yeah, They're you not got... coming back till April 12th. That's a long trip. That's almost two weeks. Um, by the way, Lieutenant Governor Alini Kulunakis will be acting governor, and already Republicans are telling her to remove the state of emergency. That's a good one. <laughs> and Newsom state of emergency. I wish she would. That'd be cool. Now, I, the fight over water continues. Listen to this. We're going to start paying farmers in California not to plan, plant thousands of acres of land. A $3 billion deal has been announced. What they want to do is let the water flow to help restore the unique habitat. Oh, this isn't about the salmon again, is it? Is this about the Delta smelts? Is that what I smelt here? The agreement would result in about 35,000 acres of rice fields left unused. That's about 6% of the state's normal crop every year. They believe they would then, because the water wouldn't be going to water the rice, they would use it to uh, continue to supply uh, the estuaries where I guess the, the, the fish and the other So this wildlife. is targeted in order to uh, replenish the estuaries? That seems to be that's why what the agreement That's is, why they're picking on the rice fields. Because I was, I was going to say, you know, if you want to uh, you want to siphon off uh, uh, a lot of water, is uh, go pay the almond farmers because they're just shipping uh, the almonds to China anyway. Yeah, I don't know. They, they use like 10% of the water in the state, the almond farmers, and 70% of their crop ends up in China. So, you know, why not, why not pay them to... Uh, well, here's the explanation. Most of California's water comes from rain and snow melt in the Sierra Nevada. The, that's the big mountain range. Uh, that water once flowed unimpeded. So there were vast wetlands that fostered a rich environment for birds, fish, and large predatory mammals like bears and mountain lions. But today, all but 5% of those wetlands are gone because they put a whole bunch of dams and canals to divert <coughs> the water into reservoirs and the reservoirs are used either for our drinking water or for the farmers. So you see, that's kind of how they're explaining this environmentally. So now they're going to be able to get more water for the wildlife, as I just mentioned before. That's, that's their plan. Well, the, the only way to fix all this is to have people move out of California. I have read that I mean, some that's, people, maybe we'll get uh, them on. Can't some have people, both. Some people in the farming community are saying that Newsom and the rest, they want them to to give up and to go away because 
they don't like the fact that they do use a lot of water. They need to for their crops. As you know, when things well, were really bad a few years ago, they were digging holes trying to find water deep underground. And well, some yeah, of the land we, was sinking. Yeah, I mean, there is a limit. I I kind of understand in a way because but that's big for our economy though all this farming. Yeah, well, maybe we need a smaller economy. I, I, <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I'm serious. I mean, we. They, yeah, well, they, they are, I wish I wish with that we'd have less people then, well, but we that need, doesn't usually happen. We, Instead, we have guaranteed income programs. Well, we need less people. Like I I like that a lot of people are moving out of California. That's a good thing. It's the it's, it's the kind wrong of people. people though. I keep I telling know, you, it's I the know. wrong. It's people that actually can make decisions it's, and maybe have skills. And they're, they're, they have the wherewithal to say, I can do better in Idaho or Texas. Right, right. It's not That's people. unfortunate. If you and I could pick the people to leave, we'd have this problem figured out. Right. <laughs> but the thing is, there are there is too many people. Uh, we use an extraordinary amount of water, which doesn't naturally exist down here. And the farmers have pumped so much water from underground that the ground is sinking. Yes. You know, they so that it seems like it, you, you, you've hit, You've hit like uh, the end of the line here. There's no, there's not much water left to pump. Well, and 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 the farming crowd and the people crowd is saying they're doing too much for the wildlife and it's a waste of water. Well, you know, you, I don't know what the balance is, but you can't return California to the way it was in, uh, you yeah, know, eighteen like twenty. Yeah, you I can't know. do that. It, no. It's it's no, forty million, forty pe million people. Right. So I, you know, I find that's why I find. The progressives to be so childish on a lot of things, just unrealistic and childish and silly. It's yeah, kind of like the way he wants to turn around and give all the tax money to people to keep the glamons staying here yeah, instead what, of the people that are what productive. You know something? If we're if, driven out of the state. In fact, really, what you ought to do if if California is so expensive, then maybe the poorer people are the ones who have to move to a cheaper state, where the rents are cheaper, the housing is cheaper. And, and, you know, maybe that's what ought to happen. Instead, they're giving so much money to keep poor people here, but they still can't afford it. No, you're right. You need the, to the incentivize the, the, the very poor to leave. Right. Because they need to find whatever it, it is going to be their life somewhere else where they can, their skills can match what they can afford. Because, and this is because no one speaks rationally in public anymore. Everybody just lies. But the, the, we get so many vagrants from other states who are mentally ill or drug addicted, and they're from other states, and then they squat on the ground and uh, take a crap. And when people complain, if some idiot like Garcetti says, well, it's because we don't have enough housing. It's like, well, we don't want housing for these people. I don't want to give them a house. Exactly. You do not. They don't no. deserve to be here. They can't afford to be here. They don't bring anything. You have to earn your way into living in a nice neighborhood. You have to do something that's valuable, and you get paid for it. And then you could buy a nice house or a house. But what we've got is all the damaged people in the world coming here, squatting, taking a crap, and then saying, give me, give me, give me. And then there's a whole industry, because it's lucrative for the people in this industry, to say, yeah, yeah, they deserve a free house. It's, it's completely corrupt. It's insane. It's just stupid and insane. Uh, yeah. The, the thing is, if you and I had our way, we'd be accused of one of my other favorite words, gentrification. Gentrification is a good thing. Moving out the poor folk. Why, why, why do we, why do we want to fall in love with something that's dilapidated and dirty and, and out of date? Uh, just, you know, ruins. Why not, why not build something nice? These, these people act like 
everybody wants to live somewhere nicer. You want to make a neighborhood nicer. Every, yeah. Everybody should want more money. And they do, except we got a lot of people in California who want somebody else's money. They don't want to earn their own. They want the free apartment, like the Maxine Waters crowd. They want the free uh, $1,000 a month uh, stipend yeah. from the government. I know. I was thinking about that crowd yesterday, and I thought, you know, because they were all clamoring for those uh, Section 8 vouchers that didn't exist. And I thought, well, why don't you reevaluate your situation? Maybe you can go somewhere in the country where the cost of living and housing yeah. is cheaper. You can start with maybe a little public assistance, but find a better job, and you can build a life. Instead of just yeah. staying in the same place but, where things are too expensive and screaming for handouts. Right. But they get the handouts. They get the handouts. Well, they didn't have the Section 8 vouchers uh, for those well, people. Well, right, they because that was a, f a fake story. But there's plenty of Section 8 vouchers that have been handed out. And, yeah. uh, you know, you you know that that, that that's what... Uh, that's what a lot of neighbors uh, neighborhoods are terrified of is that you know some building is going to go section eight all right when we come back oh this will be the first time we played this game what would deborah mark do <laughs> i have a bracelet that says that oh really wwdmd <laughs> where do you hear this story next john and ken kfi John and Ken Show, John Cobalt and Ken Shampo. It's KFI AM640. Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Whoa, he speaks. Coming up at 5.05, the Oscar producer has gone and done an interview with Good Morning America that will air tomorrow, but we have some advance word mm. of what he had to say about the slap. Yeah, they, they lied about saying they... Uh... Well, that's what a source says. Yeah. Oh, I believe a, it. An unnamed source is because, telling the tabloids. Well, they're just a, they're a bunch of uh, weak, dishonest, woke holes. They weren't mm. going to uh, eject uh, a, a famous black actor uh, 45 minutes before he gets uh, the best actor statue. You know, I watched that. I wasn't watching it live. I was watching it like two hours behind. I recorded it. I, I didn't know there was that much time between the slap and the best actor. I thought it was, well, I guess because I fast-forwarded, didn't I? It's yeah, right. I did. <laughs> because it seemed like it was not long after. Yeah, I must have fast-forwarded through some crap. Uh, also, that congressman from North Carolina, that Republican, that young guy, who said that he's uh, mm -hmm. been invited to orgies and he's seen a lot of cocaine use. Mm -hmm. He was called to task. And, oh, no, John. What? He walked it back. Does it mean, and I know you love that expression too. Is that yeah? Yeah, it's a stupid expression. He so did. What, we'll explain he, what he, he lied, or uh, he's uh, doesn't have the guts to give the names. Uh, let's. Well, you'll hear the new version, and you can decide. Well, of course, they're going to deny cocaine and sex orgies. Yeah, he also may just be a crackpot who thought he could be cool by going on a podcast and say, "Yeah, orgies everywhere, coke and oh, I think he wanted to be cool." And I look probably like think it. there's orgies and drugs. I know you do. Mm -hmm. But did he actually have this story to tell? I, I, don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. No, no. But I bet you there are orgies and drugs. Just maybe he hasn't seen them. That's true. But uh, are they as prevalent as he made it seem? That would be another question. Well, what else do they have to do? They're all away from their wives. This is as good as so. <laughs> so? Now, what would Deborah Mark do? The new game on the John and Ken show. Da, 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 da. We take you to Ohio, where a woman by the name of, and I'm not kidding you, her name is Jennifer Love. Isn't there an actress, Jennifer Love? Yeah, Jennifer Love, Love Hewitt. Hewitt. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Well, I don't know. It's a 52-year-old woman 
who let her dogs out in the backyard to play. One of them is a 12-year-old, listen to this, an Eskimo-Pomeranian mix. Oh, cute. I would imagine that's small. Yeah. Well, a few minutes later, a neighborhood pit bull (laughs) broke loose from the tether, jumped in the backyard, and started mauling the little Pomeranian. Oh, God. She said, I can't let this happen. So she tried to pry the pit bull's grip loose. She tried to use her body to shield her dog from the attack. It didn't work. The pit bull kept coming back and back and back relentlessly. And this is the point of the story where I would say, have yourself a gun. But anyway, after several minutes of trying to do this, she was exhausted. So then she thought about a self-defense class. And this is the part where would Deborah Mark do this? What do you think she did next? Kicked it in the face. Nope. Nope. Um, hmm. She bit that damn dog. Oh, wow. She took her teeth and she latched onto the dog's ear and she chomped down. And she said it was enough of a distraction. The the dog actually pulled back a bit that eventually she got help from a neighbor. But here's the part where I don't think Deborah Mark would do. She lost some teeth. Oh. <laughs> I'm a little too vain for that. <laughs> yeah, she, she says Ooh. a couple of her teeth were ripped out when yeah, she bit the dog. You wouldn't ear. walk around with missing teeth. No, I wouldn't. I, I no, guess I would, would go to not. Cutting Dental, right? I no, would go somewhere. She would not. No. Have you ever thought about that? Because you have small dogs. What if you're out walking one day and some crazy pit bull that's loose comes up and just starts munching on them? I have thought of that, and I'm terrified. Oh, you have your spray. But I, ha- I do. I have my spray. Your but pepper spray. I, I don't right. know. If my my taser. I don't know if... Uh, they might not work. I, it, yeah. you got to have a third plan. I mean, I, this is really making me think. I, 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 really, I wouldn't have ever thought of biting the dog. Not that I think that's a bad idea. I, it, I, that would never have entered my mind. I would have grabbed something from my yard, a stick, a, something, and I would have smacked the dog, kicked the dog, whatever. I did tell you that I did this once. Did I tell you this? No. I'm sure I did. It's a few years ago. Yeah, I was out walking, and I heard yelling from a distance on the trail near my house. And I, I ran up, and I saw two women. Both were holding leashes. And one, I think it was a Labrador, was absolutely mauling the other dog, which was also big, but definitely hurting. And they wanted help separating them. So I thought, uh uh-oh, I just pulled and pulled. I actually broke the collar on the attacking dog as I ripped it back, but I got it off of him. Wow. Wow. I mean, no, I... You're a superhero. You have never said that story. I've never heard that story. No, I don't remember this. Wow. Ken, you're my hero. Another guy came and helped too, but... But still. I I was the first one to start pulling. That's all I could think of to do was try to pull the dog back, and that's what she apparently tried to do, but it wasn't a pit bull. Pit bulls are like... They're relentless once yeah. they get a grip. They're the most frightening species. They don't want to scare the hell out of me. They don't want to let go because uh, it's kind of in their nature. But that was I so know nice there are many you, wonderful pit bulls. Yes, I, I know. He did something nice. I know. When was the last time we heard I, this? Story I don't like know. That. Hey. that that was wow. All right, so cherish the moment because it'll never happen again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm actually very impressed. Wow, you learn right, something well, new every day. When we come back. It's the story that people can't stop talking about, the slap. And there is some update news, including the producer of the Oscars going on Good Morning America to give his version of what happened and what they attempted to do. It's all coming up next. John and Ken Show, Deborah Marquez News, KFI AM 640. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. 
And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-back IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173 or visit buylegacygold.com. When it comes to a thriving career, everyone could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. At LHH, we help every step of the way. We're committed to personalized support, insights, and resources that lead to more job opportunities than ever before. No matter what role a professional has in your organization, our services offer an experience that fits each person individually. And for organizations, LHH provides consultant support and guidance through the entire outplacement or career transition process, understanding the sensitivity and impact on your team. The world is full of new possibilities, and we help both organizations and individuals realize the possibility of what's next. It's outplacement reimagined. Visit LHHtalent.com. That's LHHtalent.com to get in touch with an outplacement consultant today because everyone and every organization could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. LHH, helping you every step of the way. Visit LHHtalent.com. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.